Just as we're talking, and you'll uh, just for a brief uh, moment. I uh, didn't plan on starting this year with uh, Mila de Hespeda, but we're going to do so anyway, even though it's Hanukkah. doesn't apply to the Gadol Adar, and it's still a better option than Shabbos, although we might uh, add something. Just a few observations. The picture in front of you actually spoke about five years ago. You recall when I came back, I was by Raram Lev Zatzal many times. What? Uh, yeah. Huh? Just started now? <coughs> so again, Mila Despedon Hanukkah is a mutter for Agat Ladar. And if you recall, I think the Shabbos I came back, as I was talking to our Baron Lev, I didn't notice this until somebody sent me a picture afterwards. And the picture is in front of you. Shwagi showing it on the uh, on the video. It's Mama Chapella. I'm I'm sitting there. It was a long meeting, and when you're looking straight at the Gadlada, you try to focus on the cover of terror. You're talking to in general, certainly when you're sitting with Ram Leib. And then when somebody sent me the picture, I noticed in the back. First, I didn't know what it was. He has on, to his back, a, a sideways stool with a pillow. Because he never sat on a chair with a back. And uh, this picture, he was uh, 99, I think. 99, 100. And I was one of many visitors, I'm sure, and... Uh, when he was 99, 100, he had to lean on something. But it wasn't going to be the back of a chair. Which, uh, it's a pelvic a picture. It was just, there was somebody there I didn't even know taking a lot of pictures. I have some more at home. At the Leviah today, he left the Tzavah, no Espedim, at the Leviah. It doesn't include afterwards. And it's a Chayv Kaddush, just to understand, and this is not going to do justice to it, just for a few minutes. Some uh, personal, uh, indelible impressions that were made on me, some of which I spoke about in Shul before, when I saw this picture years ago. And what's um, jarring in the context of keep it of aim, keep it of aim, goes in both directions. It's Archit Mechabit parents. The reason is because that Karis that parents not only brought us into the world, but what they do for us and raising us and uh, the Achrayas they take. Terror has a lot about Yusayim. What's not well known, which I guess will become well known now as people talk about it, Varun Leib uh, barely escaped the Holocaust himself, went to Switzerland, lost his parents and all his siblings. And we wouldn't blame anybody if they would use that as an excuse for not succeeding in much in life because Terror clearly says it's a handicap. It's an understatement. The fact that somebody's a refugee and that they have to leave their home, lech lecha me'aretzacha, and then they're completely alone in foreign countries. Out to Switzerland, they came to Israel, but no parents. All his brothers were killed. And not only was this not an excuse, but in a way, if you ever uh, saw any... Uh, Conversations quoted from the Panovich Arov is the same stance. But, uh, if anything, we have to build more. 
and we have to do what uh, everybody in Eretz Yisrael, in the entire world, especially in Eretz Yisrael, held was completely impossible, and that is rebuilding the terror world. Which is why, traditionally, Baruch Hashem Etziat Deshmayev, when it came to a question of the security of Eretz Yisrael, and the few, very few people who were learning understood that you need people learning for the security of Eretz Yisrael, they said, Ben-Gurion is discussing his own ministers. Then a little past. There's not going to be too many anyway in the next generation. And then generation after that, there's going to be nobody. Rahman Litzlan. So why bother fighting a fight? Well, history has Baruch Hashem proven them wrong. Has it proved wrong the Misyavnim in the time of Hanukkah? That's within the Jewish people. And then the Amalekim, time of Perm, from without. doesn't make a difference when the without. The Gullus is unfortunately full of examples where it looked like it was the absolute end. I think in one Shabbos Shubha Joshua we discussed, I think I had a copy of uh, one of the Geras Ramam. He writes a letter to the Chachmei Lunil, and it sounds like he's signing off on history. He says, okay, I'm here, there are a couple of Chacham in Yisrael, a few more in Bovel, and not a lot of learning going on over here. And in Lunil, there was a lot more learning. He says, up to you guys, I'm old and I can't do this anymore. I don't know how depressing writes the letter is. So the Ramam knew, the good news is he knew that Kosh Baruch was a promise and Klai Yisrael would rejuvenate. But he was giving orders that you people are it and uh, if you don't carry it and I'm not here anymore and there's one over here and two over there, it's not going to work. So Ramam Leib understood that and the Beskarov understood that and the Chaznish understood that. Uh, you can count them with the fingers of uh, one hand or two hands. You can't imagine. You know, Baruch Hashem, you live in... Our kids are growing up. They think, of course, everybody's learning. Well, that's that's uh, America and Eretz Yisrael. It was Mamashe. I'm saying, 500, something like that. Yeah. For the whole country. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. But they were looked at as... More than that, it wasn't even just the numbers. It was that that everybody was absolutely convinced, both in America and Eretz Yisrael, the two <coughs> countries with any large numbers. And, you know, and yeah. And uh, they, they didn't... Uh, it was like... It was unimaginable. And here's a man who escaped uh, from the war and uh, barely escaped, and, and uh, his family didn't. So most people would, uh, if they remained from and they have a mediocre existence, would give them credit, and they deserve credit. Uh, the godless over here is that he, um, he transcended all of that because he had such a, he was born in Brisk. Family with the brisker up, I mean, you know, he couldn't. Uh, I, I look at the picture; it's hard to believe. I'm uh, sitting next to talking to somebody who uh, who was there before the war and who was um, uh, he wasn't like really close to the brisker of the He was here. He grew up in Brisk. It's hard to hard to imagine there there aren't uh, too many, if any, left. And okay, you can meet a guy who grew up in Brisk who wasn't from before the war, after the war, believe it or not. But he was able to. Accomplish all this and uh, take over the mantle of leadership. He was always leading, but it increased in his 80s and in his 90s. And Rabbi Yasha was Nifter. I've hanging on my wall. Anybody's been in my study. The pictures are of me sitting with him and Rabbi Yasha. It wasn't so long ago. All this was six years ago. And uh, I think he was uh, 99, 98, 99, when they asked to take over. So you know, most people don't start careers at 99. 
He didn't start a career. He wasn't interested in leadership before. He wasn't interested after. If you'd ask him, he'd say, a leader, he would, he would, he would laugh at you. And uh, if you walked into his uh, D-room, you can't see the full flavor on the wall over here. I have to show you have another picture with a different <coughs> angle. Uh, there was more uh, plaster peeling off the walls on the floor than there was on the wall. And there were plenty of Choshevas Khanim who were willing to not only repaint the entire apartment, but buy the whole building. Like it wasn't even a, wasn't even a shayla. You build them a chaim l'chaim until they got Rab Chaim to put air conditioning. B'nai Brak is having B'nai Brak in July. It's, uh, you can't uh, you can't breathe. But it wasn't uh, wasn't part of the uh, lifestyle, which is why he accomplished so much. Is that he took no, nothing from Olam Hazeh. We're not when you when you learn about these gedolim and you say uh, this is not a has been just some remarks, but. Uh, the lesson is, okay, well, we're not holding by not sitting back on chairs, therefore it's not a gay to us. If Ryan Lame doesn't sit back in a chair, maybe we'll have one less ice cream. Nothing wrong with ice cream. No big affair. We spoke about this on other occasions. But the question is, uh, an ice cream here, an ice cream there, or is your life about the newest flavor? What's the focus in life? So if you want, Shaykh is the there Many Chazals that say, and everybody always asks, well, there's one Chazal that says you got to enjoy the Hashem's Bria. Yes, so we're, we're very good at that, and we're fine with that. No one's, uh, no issue here. Uh, but there are many other Chazals that the more you are into your Gashmias, the less you can be into your Ruchmias. And Aram Leib is the God Ladar because he took nothing from the world, and despite his schedule of constant Hasmad of 104 years, he took time for the Klal, he doesn't have that rough custom America. He doesn't have to sit with him for 25 minutes. And he doesn't, uh, I almost felt bad. The other picture I was looking at today, uh, he was sitting at a desk and I'm looking on. I remember him sitting there. It was a 15 minute. He was writing a letter. We were discussing something and he got up and he said, I'm going to write him a letter. I said, the Rashiva doesn't have to. I can, I can write something. And they said, no. He picked up the thing. He started writing the whole thing as if uh, there was no time pressure and there weren't 6,000 people standing outside the door. <coughs> So there's a, um, there's a blend of achrayas for the klal and knowing what you're supposed to try to do and yet the anivis to... Anivis doesn't mean you don't know your qualities. It means that you don't get carried away with your qualities. And it's always fascinating. Moshe Rabbeinu, the biggest compliment of Moshe Rabbeinu L'chumish is he was a nice natera, he was a tzaddik adar, and he was a chachma. It only mentions one beferish, and that's the anivis, because with the anivis you can be kind of all the other... Items. Anivas means I'm out here for myself, and therefore why get too much into Gashmias, and why waste my time with silly things? I'm here for Torah mitzvahs, the Amarbitz Torah, to uh, help the Klal. So then all that comes from Anivas. There's a famous Maisa, he was uh, fascinated to see how uh, Gedele Elim can tell Baruch Kacham who's going to be the next Gadolada, who's going to be needed for Klaisel 50 years later. Chaznish, it's a household word, household name. We're constantly quoting the Chaznish. The Chaznish was Nifter at the beginning of the 50s. Lemisparam. Like, it's a long way. I remember Chaim is still, we built him a Chaim. Chaim is still quoting Chaznish. He grew up and he has a photographic memory, so it's like it happened yesterday. We're, we're living through that. He, he was in the uh, modern uh, era, the modern state, uh, and the Muhammad's and controversies that had to be fought for five years. Very little time. So he sort of had a premonition, sort of knew that. So he walked very, Chaznish is Mechavit, everybody. He walked very few people to the door and almost nobody down the little walkway. 
and there was a young man around Reb Steinman who came to see him often, and whenever he came, he walked him out, and one time he walked him almost to the edge of the uh, path, and Ryan Leib came home crying to his wife, crying. He was in his uh, late 30s, was it? And he said, I'm not going back. He said, I can't, I can't handle this. The Chaznish has the wrong man, and he's being mechave, because this is the talk of the town. The Chaznish never walks somebody so far. It's pretty, uh, he was in, he was not uh, anywhere near the age of 60, 70, or 80, the Chaznish out of all, and he had very hush of a people visiting. But him, he walked the furthest. And he didn't want to go back because uh, he said they had the wrong person. In the same way, the Tzavah that everybody read today said that don't use any ridiculous titles like Tzadik or Chassid or, or Chacham or God, you know, because I don't want to be Muvuzum in the early Mammoth. Same person who cried when, but is it really crying? Like we would say, yeah, I don't want to. But please talk to the chasnish, please, Rebbe. You don't have to walk me to the thing. Oh, we, you know, maybe we would say that in a good day, or maybe we'd say, uh, can we walk a little further? They didn't get all the pictures yet. One of the two. But um, but he he cried. It pained him. The covet. So if you're running from covet, and you're running from gashmias, and you're running from sicha betela, and you're running so, and you have a good head, and you love learning, and you're a masmid, and you're a balachrayis. So that's how you produce a uh, gadol. And uh, our part here is to uh, know where we're holding, and know we're still sitting with backs on our chairs, and we still have some attachment to Gashmias, but take some of it and raise the bar. And if you stretch a little bit harder, it's uh, incredible what you can accomplish, despite the fact that he had every disadvantage in the world, and anybody who shares a plate without their family, uh, and if they're not total shivrei kalim, you have to tip your hat. But they didn't uh, didn't let it get to him. It's, I think, the most important lesson. Okay, speaking of keep it up, aim. I really spoke a lot about it, and in history, you understand it's almost like uh, he felt like he didn't get a chance to do it more than he did. He can at least put mechazik others in it, which is. Uh, Part of the background. Okay, let's go back to page four. We were going to see the second shot again, a quick Hazara. We have here the Beis Yasef learning the riff and the rush to hold that it's usher to perform any procedure on your parent, even taking out a splinter, bloodletting, and the like. And even if there's no one else, you can't. And it's a door bottom. The tour brings the Ramam that if they're in pain, there's nobody else, and time is of the essence, then one can and one should. The Bach questions if that's what the tour believed in terms of it being a Machlis Yishayim. He didn't quote anybody the he didn't quote his father. He didn't quote the Rif, he didn't argue on anybody. And therefore, maybe it's not a machlekes. And he has two possibilities, as we touched upon last night at the end of the shir. One is, everybody agrees, if there's nobody else to do it, you can do it. The only machlekes in the Gemara was, if there is someone else, is it still a mitzvah to do, get involved? Or do we say that it's also, you might cut too much. The first sheet is held as mutal agamari, and the second sheet is held as this is the Rabbanon, and therefore you shouldn't do it if it's not necessary for you to get involved. 
The Inami, which we're up to, go to the Bach, one, two, three, four, five lines from the bottom. The first line is Harambam. Go four words in, Inami. Inami, equal of Fires, the Rambam, the Afal P, the Rav Masna, Rav Dimi, Gamma de Medina, Sharia, Filin, the Abanon. The second possibility is that everybody agrees it's Mutter Minatera and a Mitzvah Minatera, and even Mutter Minatera Abanon. And even if there's a bedika acharag, even if there is somebody else to do it, nothing wrong getting involved. You get the schus. Give it up, aim. Have to do it. Chamecha. Filahachi ka'amrei rab papa marbere davina dulchatchilo liyase. Not that since the rabban they says you should do it. If somebody else there, let them do it. Because you might cut too much. You might make a mistake. Elam candle like acharag unless there's no one else there. And times of the essence. Hachim b'farish le'smag lav reishu tesa. Hachim ash loshon araman. And the diak he makes, which we spoke out in Yehuda, you were in here last night, but you mentioned this uh, at the end of the Shia last week. It's mashma a little bit from the Gemara because they didn't say one mandama says chayev, the other says pater, asl chachila, mutter. First two mandama said mutter, and then we have two stories that they didn't let their sons. Sounds like it was a personal. Midas Chasidus. Hachi Mashal Lishen Talmuda Lo Shavik Le Leberei. The Mashma Midas Chasidus Lo Shavik Le Leberei. That's how the Bach learns, and it's quite possible the Ramah is not arguing in the Machaber over here based on this Bach. He's arguing in the Machaber that the Machaber holds that it's Usher, but he's not arguing on the what could have been the other Shita because he holds there's no Machlekes Rishenim over here. And I think it's Meduyik if you look at the next page. There's something very interesting. Take a look first at Siv Gimel. We'll go back to Siv Halaf in a moment. Hayakaitz Tachov Laaviv, page five. Hayakaitz Tachov Laaviv is he has a splinter. Layasiano Shema Yevalasis Bechaburi. You might cut too much. Make a chaburu that's not necessary. The Chayin Im Hu Makiz Dam Ayrefe Layakiz Dam Laaviv again a standard medical procedure which is making somewhat of a comeback. Layachtoch Laaver certainly to amputate certainly possibly messier. It doesn't give you a chilek if there is somebody else, there isn't somebody else. Sounds like it's also across the board. Now, if it's a Kanastafash, it's obviously a mutter. That's not what we're discussing. We're discussing he's just in pain. He's got to wait for the doctor now. The Ramah brings his chilek. He said, there's somebody there. We still have to define Mitzvah Shem when we continue. No shear uh, till next Wednesday night. There will be shear Shabbos and Sunday Mitzvah Shem. The Ramah says, Shiesham Acharlas is somebody else there. That means within two miles, ten miles, twenty miles, free, not free, double the price. <coughs> what are the parameters? We didn't get to that yet, but Shiesham Acharlas is the son and the daughter, but the daughter shouldn't get involved. Although Ain Sham Acharlas is the and he wants it done ASAP, he's in pain. We're talking about a splinter, so he's not. Not so not dangerous, and he's not necessarily excruciating in pain, but it's it's uncomfortable. Harehu makizoi v'chaytech loy, or he can even cut or take out the splinter, cut the skin to get to the splinter. The case is also to amputate, right? Uh, even yes, I, that's why I just you noticed that I just chaytech uh, means also cutting the skin to get in, but it can also mean amputating. If um, I'll defer to the doctor over here, hopefully you never did any, but. I would imagine with a case where they have to amputate Rachmalaslan. It's certainly Sakhan Fosh is the one they were doing it then, because they didn't have antibiotics and the like. 
and the my assumption here was is that it's a constant fascist the matzav is a constant fascist but i don't think they knew that if they do it now versus in a half hour by the time they get somebody else to come it's gonna make a difference i don't even know if it's ever gonna make it when would do you think of a case where they have to amputate to make this thing now and in a half hour from now what snake bite half hour usually it's a long decision making process no is it, is it uh, from one minute to the next I mean, unfortunately, like, you know, they have, uh, it's more like uh, adults, like people get shot, people are terrorist attacked. Right, but even after they're injured, what would be the speed? Now, you have to think of a case of, like, ah, means nobody else in the desert island. Okay, there's nobody else, you might as well do it. Nobody else. What happens is somebody else takes three hours to get them. Is it usually in such a rush? I mean, it's just, uh, it's not a get to this right some now. Infections, it's, some infections spread within minutes. Okay. In those what? days, I mean, even if we're talking about the Ramadan, the 1500s. Right. I mean... I, you don't know how anybody survives the procedure. I, I can't imagine that, that a half... I mean, first of all, you couldn't get anywhere in half an hour. By the time you got the horses... So uh, okay. Okay. So, so you're, you're saying they're... About the hours and hours... So they're secluded and... Okay. So you got to the next okay. town. Right. So, so you found the doctor. Okay. I can't even imagine that. So if they came in... Okay. So let's hope... Uh, so Chaytech, you know, does sound like uh, the last phrase, but uh, or something a little more minor. But even that. according to what he is asking you to do. So the question here is, is when Ramal starts off with a comment on the Mechaber, if he's adding a detail, which he feels should be put in for clarity, he'll add a detail. He'll say, and say, Achilik. If he's arguing, he'll say, Yesh Chalkim, or something, or Yesh or something to that effect. And here, very mysterious, he doesn't say yesh Why not? So, if you finish with the Bach, you understand that, well, the Bach holds, there's not really a Machalik Yesh over here. Even though the Bach can't say that in the Machaber, because we know the position of the Beis Yesh quite clearly. I find it intriguing. The Ramah also knew what the position of the Beis Yesh was, because he was the Beis Yesh and he, was, he saw the Beis Yesh and he wrote the documentary. But, Ke'ilu, he's not arguing necessarily because he wants to maybe get across the point that I'm not really arguing on the riff and the rush because I hope it's not a machlekes. Which is, it's a theory of mine. But it's fascinating because he is arguing, the machaber holds, there's no exception. And he holds the riff and the rush are arguing in the Rambam. The Ramah possibly is not. Because the Bach says, why don't you, you could make Shalom over here in his opinion. Why is there a so, such a big factor in this also? Uh, if he doesn't was give... That, is that what's No, so, so getting back to that, that Minchas Chinuch, which we didn't get to yet, Minchas Chinuch holds, he gives the Rishos, makes more mutter, but most of them don't hold like that, and I don't think you can bring a Raya from the Ramah. It means that the father's in pain, and he's asking him to do it, as opposed to the father's nervous because the son does not handle uh, a knife either, and he's in pain, and the son says, can I help you? He says, I'll wait for the doctor for the next village. So Ramah's reminding you, don't be quick on the on the uh, handling of the scalpel, if he is begging you to do it, or you know he wants, if he's not begging, and you think you know what you're doing, and there's a good chance he won't cut too much, then if nobody else there, go ahead and do it. No, no. Now let's say the father can't give a shush, but the father's medically uh, not in the know, and he says, no, I don't do that, I have a very low threshold of pain, and the son knows if he doesn't get this out, that's going to be a big problem, or get this off. Or whatever the case may be, then the son go ahead and do it just like a doctor can go ahead and do it. That's uh, the difference. With it. it means that it's a splinter and he's mid-star, so nobody's dying because if they were, the Mahabha would agree. So then you ask the father, Well, I, you're in pain. Are you in so much pain? Do you want me to wait for the doctor? Would you rather me do it? I, I'm your son. This is the sugya. 
I'll do it if you tell me that you'd rather me do it rather than wait. I want you to do it now. Yeah, so if he says, I want you to do it now, and there's a doctor in the next room, the answer is probably no, by the way. Because it's against the Torah, so it's yeah. not against the Torah, it's against the whatever, whatever you call it, yeah. So you got to, that's what I'm saying, this, this is a shayla. You got you to gotta ask, and uh, you got to know what the pain is, or uh, the patient's describing, he knows what, what pain he's in. You also have to know what the other options are. And he says, I want it done now, so can you wait 10 minutes, I have Hatzalah coming, he says, no, 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 please take, I want you to start now. That's not, and you're not a doctor. You are a doctor, and you think you do a better job. But if there's another doctor's coming, and uh, again, I don't know what the law is. I think they have something on the books that a doctor can't perform open-heart surgery on a parent. You can't bill for it, but I don't know if you can <laughs> uh, I, I think they're, they're worried about the, the physician getting nervous in the middle. So, um, uh, yeah. No, it's not second to the first. Well, I don't know something was that I don't know the case where you have to amputate my whole Islam where it's not second to the first, but yeah, when I told my if it's second to the first, nobody else there. Machab is not gonna argue because everything is nitrifnesakhanasafashis. I'm just pointing out that conspicuously missing over here is a Yesh Emrim or Yesh Chalkin. He just goes straight in by Medvar Murim, Kilu, that's what the Machabah told me. He knows the Machaber doesn't say this chilik, but he's I think it's insinuating, according to the Bach, we understand that it's not necessarily Machalik Sushan. That's the Maskan over here. Mitzvah Shem, next Wednesday night, we will start going into the details.